Hey everybody and welcome back to Investing with Wesley. You know, you don't have to be a follower of this channel for very long to realize that when it comes to taxes and when it comes to investing and saving money on taxes, business entities will always be just investing or taxes or anything in your own personal name. I'm a huge proponent of business entities and that's one of the first things I teach you when it comes to creating lasting generational wealth. In today's episode, I wanna get into the tax aspect of things and talk about write-offs and why business tax write-offs are so powerful compared to personal tax write-offs. Specifically in this episode, I'm gonna be focusing way more on the personal tax write-off aspect of things. And then in a later video, I will go into the business aspect of things. So with that being said, let's get into it. Okay, so when it comes to personal tax write-offs, there's really three things that you need to pay attention to. The first one is the standard deduction. The second one is the itemized deduction. And the third thing that you need to know about are different incentives and tax credits. Now, the difference between a deduction and a tax credit is how it's calculated on your tax return. As an example, a deduction uses that dollar amount deducted from your taxable income and then taxes the rest of your money. To whereas a tax credit, on the other hand, directly goes to lowering your tax bill. So an easier to understand example, if you made $100,000 and did the standard deduction of $12,000 or $24,000 if you're married filing jointly, then that deduction would go to lower that taxable income. So your $100,000 would become $88,000 after a $12,000 deduction. Whereas if you had a $12,000 tax credit instead of a deduction, you would be taxed on the full $100,000 you've made. But whatever that tax bill is that they say you owe, they would automatically subtract $12,000 due to that credit from that tax bill. So that is the difference between deductions and credits. Credits are way better than deductions, but deductions are way more common than credits. Now, like I already said, the current standard deduction for a single person is $12,000. Whereas if you are married filing jointly, it goes to $24,000. But the standard deduction is standard. It's not special whatsoever. But the itemized deductions, that's what's special and that's where you could save the most amount of money on your personal return. The three things that you can itemize on your tax return are medical expenses, the interest that you pay on your primary mortgage or your primary residence, and charity. But obviously because it's the tax code and the IRS, it's a lot more complicated than just saying these three are deductible. As an example, the simplest one is donating to charity. And really the only requirements that you need to know when donating to charity is to get receipts. Now, if you're donating non-cash in excess of $500 to a charity, there's other forms that you'll need to file when it comes time for tax season. But just as a good rule of thumb, anytime you give charity, whether it's old clothes to goodwill or giving tithes at your local church. Anytime that you donate money and want to use it as a tax write-off, you have to have a receipt and you have to show proof of that charity being given. The good news, however, is that before you were only able to donate up to 60% of your adjusted gross income. But ever since the CARES Act went into place, that number has gone all the way up to a full 100%. So theoretically, if you wanted to, you can donate 100% of your earned income to a charity and have it be a complete and total tax write-off. Now you might be thinking to yourself, why would you do that in general? You need that money to you know, live. And there's some interesting strategies using nonprofits that would make this completely worth it. But I'll get more into that completely on a later episode. 
For now, let's go back to writing off the interest you pay on your primary residence mortgage. Now that sounds simple enough, but there's some rules. As an example, if you took a home equity line of credit out on your primary residence to put in a new kitchen or whatever it may be, the interest you pay on that HELOC, not a write-off. Only the debt of acquisition when you purchased or got that house is a write-off. Now there are exceptions as in if you refinance and turn one mortgage into another, the interest you pay on that is still write off. But using a home equity line of credit or anything else that adds basically second, third, and fourth liens to your property, none of those interests that you end up paying on those mortgages are write offs. Only your primary mortgage and only up to a value of $750,000. So if you're lucky enough to have purchased a million dollar home, well, sorry to say the only thing you can write off is up to $750,000 of your primary mortgage. And now let's talk about the most confusing itemized deduction, and that is medical expenses. Now, obviously there is good and bad with everything. The bad when it comes to this deduction is just how it's calculated. But the good is that there is a lot of things that qualify as a medical expense. As an example, the easy ones are co-pays, deductibles, prescriptions, those things are kind of obvious, but it even goes far as into counting massage therapy and acupuncture as medical expenses. If you're curious on one of your expenses being a medical deduction or not, just look up IRS Publication 502 and that gives you a pretty good idea on whether or not it's deductible. Now for the bad part on how it's calculated. You can only write off the value of your expenses in excess of 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. So what does that mean? Let's just say your adjusted gross income was $100,000. You could only write off the medical expenses in excess of 7.5% of that, or $7,500. So as an example, if between prescription meds, co-pays, acupuncture, and massage therapy, you accumulated about $8,000 worth of these deductions, well, because your AGI and how it's calculated is $7,500, your actual deduction is only $500 because that's the difference in excess of that calculation. This is why most people that work a W-2 job or a normal job will just do the standard deduction when it comes to federal taxes because hardly ever is the write-offs of itemizing more than the new standard deduction. With how low of interest rates have been and how the medical deductions are calculated, you're hardly ever going to get in excess of $12,000 to $24,000 in deductions. And because of this, and because of this, people end up paying way more money in taxes than they rightfully should if they just moved their money to better places like business entities. And in my next video, I'll tell you all about the business entity tax deductions and how they could save you that much more money come tax season. I have a dedicated Facebook and Instagram account. If you ever have a question, comment, or just wanted something addressed, that would be a good place to reach out to me. But fair warning, I don't really post there all too often. So if you go for the content, you're probably going to be disappointed. Either way, though, I hope you got value from this video. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe, and I'll see you in the next episode.